0: This is the Plain English Real Estate Show with your host Rowena Patton, a show that focuses on the real estate market in terms you can easily understand. Call Rowena now. The number is 240-9962 or 1-800-570-9962. Now here's the English girl in the mountains, the agent that I would trust, Rowena Patton.
1: Good morning. This is Rowena Patton on the Real Estate News Radio Show along with Heather McCurry. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm hanging in there. Well, we had a fun Friday night last night and decided to, um, well, actually, Heather decided, she said, it's really time we organize your garage because you're selling your house. And she is my listing partner, so that kind of makes sense. And that's what these girls spent their Friday night doing. Oh, my
2: gosh. And we're both a little sore. It was a long, long, long Friday night. Yeah. We had pizza.
1: We did have pizza very late. When the boys, yeah, was the, it, 10.30 when we were eating? The boys came home and, find, well, I was going to say they helped us. No, they didn't. They brought pizza.
2: <laughs> yeah, they did. That was helpful.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Randy was very helpful earlier on. He was. Yeah. Bless him. Before He, he was
2: so tired, though. He was like, he was I tired don't he, think he I did a
1: break to the end of his week. And then Dwayne and then called and he wanted to go out to play. So the boys went out to play. And we slave. Please, please can Randy come out to play? <laughs> I said, yeah, Randy, go out to play and have a, have a good time. You've, you've slaved away. Or, or. And it was some, somehow easier, and I think it's also easier to clean up somebody else's stuff. We are listing the house. We do go to see a lot of people who are listing the house and or thinking about listing the house. And one of the big things that's so off-putting is clearing up all your crap.
2: Well, a lot of times when we walk in, they want... They have this list, this checklist of stuff that they want to do before mm-hmm.
1: they list the house. Some of it. Talk about the one the other day. We won't t- talk about where it was or who it was or anything else. So uh, new flooring, right? New flooring down because some of it. So the person had luxury vinyl down. And it's like, look, this bit's slightly coming apart. I'm like, no, oh, no. And she was precious. She was precious. She was so precious. But, but the it, gaps were minuscule, oh. absolutely minuscule. Right. And new windows are on order. So those are coming in. Those have already been ordered and quite frankly I'd have said, Don't Don't do do that. Well the windows
2: weren't in bad condition. No, they weren't. And then I didn't think
1: so. And that could be for the next person. And honestly, it's better to they weren't in bad condition at all. I'm sure they don't open and close properly and all that stuff. It's an old house. However, you know, are you gonna spend fifteen to twenty thousand dollars on windows or get your home sold now in what? I mean, you've all been listening for a while. For those of you who haven't, we're in a big transition in real estate right oh, now. Oh, gosh, aren't we? You really can't miss the headlines at this point, and it is and it is a very confusing market. But we're talking about, you know, if you as a seller and you as a buyer, we'll go into both in depth in a little bit today, what is it you need to do? So I'm trying to think what else was on that list of that person. Um, so it was the doing windows, the floors, the windows.
2: Some yard. Um, there were several
1: things. Oh, mulch in the yard?
2: Yep. And and that's another thing. Sometimes when it comes to the landscaping, or let's just go to the windows for a minute. Mm-hmm. So she had ordered 12, 13 windows, maybe... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was something like that. The little house, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still a lot of windows. They were very large windows. Yes. Great great sunlight would come in and stuff yes. like that. And we'll, you know. But it does already because But anyways, what if there. I was to buy that house and it did not need painting? But yeah. what if I wanted to change the color?
1: Yeah, what if you wanted what black windows? What if I wanted... yes, exactly. Yeah. That's
2: where I was going with that.
1: So... You're right, because I'd want black frame windows at this point. And if you have... Most people who are putting in new windows are putting in vinyl windows. It's very common to put in vinyl windows because it's a lot less expensive. They And by the way, you can get from that it's window world. You know, that's the big one. You can get black-faced vinyl. Oh, yes. So yes. You can have black on the outside. Now, the only thing is if you have vinyl, you can't change the color if you decide you don't like black down the, down the road. Black is a very, very... Um, complementary colour to your home and it's very modern so you're seeing a lot of it right now with industrial modern taking off uh, you know the, it almost looks like factory windows especially when right. it has the, the mullions in it the, the crisscrosses in the window.
2: I th- I don't know are those still in style?
1: Well they're building new homes with black windows still. No
2: I don't mean the black with the mullions in it.
1: Um, who like knows? Like when I did you mine I chose not
2: to because I wanted to have a clear view with no Big distraction. Window.
1: Yeah it's called a picture window.
2: Well I mean even my small windows <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. They're still called picture. Well, the, the big ones tend to be called picture windows, right? The real big reason. ones, like I guess, because you yeah. see a big picture outside. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows where these? But
2: anyways, I just didn't order those when I ordered my new windows, and I made sure that I could clean my windows from the inside. Yeah, that's I wanted a good to point. make sure they swung in, swung out, lowered from the top, lowered. You know, especially if you have small children that like yeah. to climb, mm-hmm. and you do want fresh air, being able to bring them down from the top.
1: Oh, and flip them down and, and clean or them. Or not yeah. even that.
2: Just bring them down for air. Yeah. So the kids can't fall yeah, out of the window yeah, yeah. because screens do give away. And you could ask my 26-year-old that when she fell out of a window at three.
1: <laughs> oh, no. True story.
2: Um, She did. She From fell. the main floor? Or? um, This was over at one of her friends' house. Um, oh, no. Parents tend to, and I did as well, put children's beds along the wall. Yeah. It gives a little bit of support. The kid doesn't fall out of the bed, blah, blah, blah. Well, they were sitting on the bed and the window was open and they were playing, and she stood up and did something and went straight out the window, oh, through oh the gosh. screen. And I mean, she she was fine, but it was pretty um, scary. I was think it scared the them. Level? I was there. Was yeah, the I mean, it was. Um, it was actually a double wide, and it was raised. It wasn't like. Um, you know, okay, so a two it was foot a, fall. It was a yeah. fall. It was a fall. It was a fall. She fell. She well, also. Can you fell imagine down being steps. the mother
1: with a child in your house and the child? Oh fell my gosh, out? we
2: were both there, and I've never seen a lady panic oh. that bad. But anyways, she survived. I mean, she's had she several, bounced. She, she had several good falls. She actually broke her arm thinking that she could take a plastic chair and stand on the stairs. Oh dear. So she did that and broke her arm.
1: What kids do, right? Mm. So. Yeah, we, we're talking, what were we talking about before we got We were talking about that?
2: windows and what we were doing in homes um, to get ready. And we were talking about the things that might so, not need to be done yeah, versus the things that really do need to be done. And I think in your home, and and correct me if I'm wrong, I know that you have had a discussion about uh, giving allowance yeah, for something. Yeah, we an inspection.
1: So we also went ahead, you know, I talk about this all the time. It's very critical. In fact, somebody texted me the other day and said, you know, I have a friend who's been in real estate for 40 years, and that friend says that buyers always pay for the inspection. Well, this is because it's the commonly held belief that buyers pay for the inspection, and and in fact, the vast majority of them do. What we're doing differently, and if you want to look up this technique, it's called CPOExperts. dot com. dot com. We run it around the country. We want your buyers to go in eyes wide open, and we want you to sell your house eyes wide open. Now, in the CPO, there are several different
2: things, and there's only one thing that you that we really, right really, there, yeah. that you really, really push for. Yeah,
1: it depends on the market. So, if the market is down, it's a really good idea to go ahead and get the appraisal and the inspection and offer a home warranty. When a seller's we're, market, yeah, I was going to say we're not there right now. No, we're in a, We're still in a seller's market, um, at least in in most pockets. Right. Although that's transitioning right now. But it's a great idea to get the inspection. Now, sometimes when when somebody says, yes, I want to make an offer, and you show them in the inspection, by the way, the inspection is there not because you have to do the things on the inspection report. So I'll, I'll, let me talk from personal experience this is the best way to do it. I took our inspection report, and I notated it because it showed a picture. For
2: hours. It wasn't that bad, but she's picky.
1: Well, well right. So... <laughs> So I thought you were correct to me. I thought I said my no, inspection report. You it was yours. Hours you were it's there. as well. No, of no, no. I was saying you spent hours just doing that yes, because you
2: wanted to make sure that you got the stuff that you yeah. felt what were important for a potential buyer.
1: Yes, and and I, I'm held to a higher standard selling selling the home. I'm. It's not really my home, so I guess I'm not. But nonetheless, I'm in the home, so I feel like I am. So I'm going to act that way. She's going to
2: get a lecture when she gets out
1: of the radio. Probably. So I go through one by one by one by one, all the points on there. And I notate what we're going to fix and what we're not going to fix. And by the way, if if you're listening as a seller, you, you don't have to fix anything. The point is everybody goes in eyes wide open. So I'll give you some of the things that was on ours. And it's very common to see this. And feel free to call in if you don't think this is the technique or if you think it's a great idea. Whatever you're thinking right now, feel free to call in. Oh, we would We'd love, love feedback to from you. Yeah, Feedback. So it said things like there were a couple of shingles on the roof that had lost some of the little flecks. Well, it, it's not leaking. It's some of the granules on there, you know, so maybe we should put a couple of new shingles on. That's not going to be done. There were a few granules off. Maybe a branch hit the roof or something, you know, and there were a few granules off. Hailstorm will do that. Hailstorm, exactly. So we're not going to replace those, but you can see it in the inspection and then it said something about there's a slope the slope isn't quite and this is a very common one guys if you've got a slope that slopes towards your house and you don't have a french drain in there which could just be shingle or it could be a pipe that you put in to drain the water away they'll tell you to re-slope the ground well what the inspector wasn't seeing is there is already a french drain there but there's all weeds on top of it because we're not maintaining at the side well enough obviously you know busy lives you'll all find this when you have the inspection so things like that, um, you know, that, that's already there. So that's notated on there. There were probably 30 items on there, which is very, very normal. How was
2: your dryer vent trap? Dryer vent,
1: yeah, thank that you. Is,
2: that is a very common one, and people are like, why is it there? Why the yeah. light?" Or, or the light does work. Well, yeah, it does yeah. when you put a good light bulb in. When you put a light bulb so in. So just they simple put stuff your light like that. In. I mean, that stuff, you walk outside, you clean your vent trap,
1: check. How did you know about the vent trap? So, you know what's missing? I read
2: inspections. The
1: flap is missing on the outside.
2: You know, and as a pressure washing company, (laughs) I've seen a lot of lint traps. I'm sure. That are full, and I have broken a few over time Yeah, because the flaps, the three or the four that go up when the dryer's on, down when the dryer's off to keep critters out, a lot of times that will clog up as well, and you don't see that unless you go outside when your dryer's on.
1: Yeah. I wish you know what would be really awesome I guess it would be a uh, conflict of interest but it'd be great if a if a uh, inspector could say and here's my two boys or girls or whatever that'll come and fix it because so th- there's something I knew that would come up there and cork is is your best friend when you're getting ready for your inspection and I knew it and I still didn't do it because I just didn't get the time so in our master bath and it's not a very old oh, house yeah. in in the terms of things um it's this century at least Uh, there's a, there's, it's, you know, the tile, it's a tiny gap between the bathtub and the tile where the grout shrank and there's a tiny gap there. So all you need to do is run a bead of cork. You know, cork is what, eight bucks or something for some decent cork that you could run across and that wouldn't have come up on the inspection report. Right. And that's like the trim in a bathtub bathtub too. Exactly. Like where
2: the side meets it. Sometimes it's best to get some of that bathtub caulking and roll it around the corner.
1: And Clorox is your best friend. So Go ahead and get a spray bottle and, and put some Clorox in there. Wear a mask, because I don't, because I'm stupid. Um, but wear a mask, a good mask that stops those fumes, and spray it. Well, you know, you, you, you use chlorine in your pressure washer. Uh, yes, we do. Is this?
2: And I don't wear a mask either. Um, <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone. Well, I mean. You just get over
1: it after a while, and I'm sure. Well, you, know, you get
2: used to it. In my profession, doing it, for well, in my old profession, yeah. Dwayne's profession now, yeah. um, since 08. You really get used to it and you do learn. Dwayne
1: just wanted the business and that's what it is really. So he said, you go off and do something else. And really what it is, you're absolutely shining in real estate. You'll love this woman when you meet her when she comes out with me. So for, for an example, of, we're talking about decluttering and all the stuff you do to get ready. But it's not really the decluttering. It's you're moving and that's overwhelming. And I can talk from experience here. We're both overwhelmed. You know, um, and I can see it on Randy's face sometimes. And it's we're not sitting down going, oh, moving is really well, overwhelming. But exactly. all that stuff. And sometimes you don't know
2: where to start. Oh, my God. And that's why, you know, if you're thinking about it and we come out and we just sit and chat. uh, Roe gives really good guidance on what needs to be done. And she did that personally with me back in October when I was actually yeah. listing my house and didn't really know her. And you were
1: halfway through painting the outside, which is only. We were on our way painting it. And And the rest of it, I said, don't do it. Yeah, not at
2: all. And I was going to. Like, I thought I needed to take stuff to a storage or go ahead and get, you know, just stuff. I felt like people needed to see the size of every dimension of the house without, you know, leaving anything to the imagination.
1: But every closet and the closets were standard size closets. Sometimes we don't all have a lot of vision, but when it's a standard size closet, we know what a closet looks like. We know what a garage looks like. I always say, so the guys always, you know, have a trouble with this. Pile it all up in your garage. Everybody knows what a garage looks like. Have a staging place to put it in.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, Where you can you pick a well. You can pick a room. Like we had a vacant room yeah, that the kids weren't in, and the beds had already been you know disassembled because one of them decided they were taking theirs with them. Anyhow, so she we used, used that boring room. room right? Yeah, we yeah. just used that room. I think like last night when we were working in your garage and the workspace that's actually there now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. When
1: Superwoman came in, well, you, Heather is an amazing organizer. It really. And people told you before that you should have done that for a living, correct? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't like things. I got a little O C D with that. Yeah, and which things is have to match up and, and stuff like that. But anyways, yes. I don't think that people could have seen the workshop area and the depth of your garage. Correct. Um, you know, a standard two car garage, you vision two cars squeezing out each side of the yeah. door. This is a very large Garage with some depth to it that you wouldn't have imagined was there. Yeah, you're right. Until we actually ran. N- we twisted some tables and ran them down the center, and yep. you can actually get two cars in there. And not only that. Randy was very helpful with that. Well, your vision, but I'm going to give Reddy, Randy kudos for actually getting yeah, that table moved in. with me.
1: Yeah, really. And I think, uh, you know, part of that, and I'm sure we're in a very similar position to a lot of people. It's normally the kids who've who've left their stuff uh. in the garage, and it's or
2: in their uh, room. Or, I had that problem with Darian. Yes. Bless her.
1: You hear that, Darian? Yeah. And and you know it's it's really that they've gone off to college and and left a bunch of stuff, or and they've started their life. Right, they started their life. And They're and still looking at their yeah. Cindy doll or their Barbie doll. It's Barbie how about dolls just here, phone
2: it? cases? It's Cindy dolls in England. It was like twenty phone cases. Phone yeah. Cases she had this child.
1: Anyhow, how about Randy and his blackberries?
2: Anybody... Oh my gosh, that was so funny! Yeah. We found this little bitty phone, Tiny and we looked at it, and I was like, "Oh my, I remember!" I, got,
0: I love Blackberries. <clears throat> I got two dead ones in my closet right now. Oh my now. gosh! Yeah. What
2: about the old flip phones? Did we? I found one of those somewhere. Razors by
0: Motorola.
2: Yeah. 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 So
1: if anybody collects Blackberries or old phones, give us a shout. Uh, give <laughs> us a shout <laughs> find yeah. you one. We have a whole box full of them. And then you can't also, if you're the one in the family, you. So here's the other issue. Often, one of you is a bit more of a hoarder than the other one. I'd love to hear your stories. Give us a call, 240-9962, if you're calling in from Mars. We'd love to hear your stories about how you got cleared up and, <laughs> you know, the things that you face because it's mental. And I don't mean mental in this, how we used to say it as a teenager. That's mental. I mean, you know, it's it's a... It's a procrastination issue. It's it's yeah. it's the it's a victory ma- thing. Yeah, it's the mess in your mind that is continues. you start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a life thing. It doesn't matter if you're selling your house or not. And we're we're we in the summer yet. We're in the summer, aren't we? Yes. yes. Yeah. We, yes. we tipped into summer last week. So mm-hmm. so we we you can still call it spring. You can call it belated spring cleaning. How yeah. about that? Yeah. I'm or missing. just
2: organizing yourself, and so that you feel oh. like you're functioning more. Yeah, it and, is. And yes, for yourself. Yes, you know who cares what I think when I walked into your garage, but right. you cared. Yeah, I did care. what I? I mean, you did, but yep. it, it didn't matter to me because yep. you live in it.
1: Well, now we are going to help a lady who lost her husband. I'm not going to go into too many details because we don't like to share all your details. We don't want anybody to identify you. Correct. But lost her husband a few years ago. And has one of the children living in the house. And honestly is ready to go back to the state where she came from originally. And the house has a lot of memories. It has a lot of stuff in it. And, and they had bought it to do certain things. Yeah.
2: And I think she wanted to fulfill those things.
1: Yes. And, the you know, if you've lost somebody, the guiding question for me, or maybe, uh, you know, it might be your parents that you lost. The guiding question for me is, and I learned this a long time ago, and again, it's personally. It's not because I'm trying to be your therapist or something, although a lot of people accuse me of that. Tough about. love. Yeah, on a regular basis, it's because I had to learn this. So, you know, somebody said to me once when I moved all my grandma's stuff <laughs> over to the States and spent a fortune doing it and then had to go to Baltimore from D.C. in a U-Haul truck and bring it all back. That was a day, actually, so... Um, yeah, anyway, that's a whole other story. David and Beth, if you're listening, we had the best crab fest ever with a U-Haul truck and all my stuff in the back. It's like, let's make this fun and let's go. We're in Maryland. Let's go get some crabs in Annapolis. It was crazy. So, you know, when I look back at that and I kept hauling that stuff around for all those years, um, therapy taught me that if, you know, if my grandma were looking down, what would she say? Because she wouldn't be saying, oh, you got to keep hold of all that broken crockery. They'd be going... Get rid of that crap. What are you doing that for? So we as adults tend to keep all this stuff for our kids. Like, oh, the the so our parents often our mothers, let's be honest, or let's often our grandmothers give us this antique piece of furniture. And there's nothing wrong in keeping an- antique furniture if you love it. Absolutely, find if that it special goes, yeah. Yeah. if it goes, find that special spot for it. Exactly. However, don't keep it thinking. That piece of you know that ugly old thing that Grandma had, and you took it away and said, "You know who I'm talking to out there two four zero nine nine sixty two I want to hear your experiences and how you got your kids or or your parents or your husband or your wife to clean up all this crap or the, or what you're facing to go through it you you're putting away that piece of furniture because guess what your kids might want it one day.
2: I did that with my kids when we moved.
1: But that's what your parents we were going, to well, We were
2: going through stuff. Okay, we lived in the same house for 18 years. Yeah. This was our first sale. Do you know how much stuff you collect in 18 years? Yes. Okay, my kids both played sports, travel <laughs> sports, gymnastics, you name it. I had boxes and we had trophies everywhere. And I had them sit down in the basement, in the apartment of uh, the basement, and go through those and take all their labels off. So that they could keep that instead of all of that nothing. Oh, the little the little placards, the take little metal placards. Take it off. Oh, that's awesome! You can get a board or something. That's anything a great idea. you want to, you can put the year on it. You can tap it up, and you've turned um, what a great three idea. or four boxes of um, dust collectors. You know,
1: Randy used to run one of those shops, uh,
0: and you wouldn't believe how many people come to me with a big box of old trophies mm. and said, "You know, we clean these out; we don't want them anymore." Can you reuse them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can happened. You reuse uh, them? Uh, yes, you can. The parts, yes. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, sorry. Could,
1: so, you—I know you don't have that store anymore, but could you also do a service where, or are they easy to get off? Do they just pop off? Oh, they, they just, just peel.
2: Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. They, they just peel off. Double stick tape.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you can
2: peel them off cash. Yeah, and then you can just put them on a board. I mean, I guess I got the idea. Well, I think I think it was a Pinterest. Yeah. But then if you'll <laughs> go into the high school, into the auditorium, or into the concession area at TC where my kids went, they have all their, you know, members That's on little awesome. placards
1: on a board. You know what I suspect would happen for most people is that they'd sit down with their kids in their big pile of trophies and they'd take all those things off and they'd be put in a shoe box or a matchbox or something, and then we'd be clearing that out 10 years later, right? <laughs> oh! Um, Did I nail it? You should see how. They... So Do you have that beautiful pit shadow was box 2018. It
2: 2018. <laughs> it's only four, four years, years ago. past uh-huh. due. Uh, so where can I
1: see that beautiful shadow box?
2: <clears throat> well, in a box in the basement, <laughs> but we had six foot tro- I mean, we had major trophies, like six foot trophies that were bigger than my kid. And wow. what are you going to do with that?
1: But the great thing Listen, is, I could
2: move these.
1: <laughs> the great thing is, you you've now taken a, a, you know sixteen boxes you down to one box. You figured me out like that. I know, not funny. No, because we're all the same. <laughs> so we went through probably. You know, I'll tell you the story. So. Moving into Randy's house, and then I had my house, and then I rented my house out. And you know, when you're first living with somebody, it's you don't just move in overnight. Obviously, you know, you stay a few days Correct. there, and then I can't believe I'm telling this story. This I don't
2: day and age,
1: it's now back, back the, in the way days, I feel like a hussy or you something. You anybody. I know. I feel like a hussy telling. No, I story. mean, that's just ridiculous. ridiculous. This is like two <laughs> thousands. Yes, yeah, not like I'm hard. nineteen or something. I wasn't though. married. God. I did
2: the same thing when I got with Dwayne before we did get
1: married. Well, and you know, same, same I, I know same. some people would judge me for that, but hey, I'm not going to hide it. You know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm living in We sin. need their help
2: to move, so you've
1: got to gradually do it so they come clean you out in the end. <laughs> well, right. And the, the thing is, my point is, somebody doesn't usually say, why don't you move in? Or they say that after, you know, you stay over a night a week and then two nights a week. And then it just becomes more of a habit, you know, especially if you live some distance away. And that's the thing, you, could, you know, because you've got those driving distances and 26 is in the way, which was actually the case. Then, um, you know, you stay over more, and more until your point and you've moved some stuff in. It tends to be gradual. All my big stuff moved in at, um, you know, when we said, OK, let's do it. And I rented my house out and that stuff stayed in the garage. And I never got around to unpicking it because I was already unpicking half the, uh, half the stuff that was in boxes that I should have gone through. And then you match all of Randy's stuff that he's got to go through because that's normal for every human being. Do you have stuff you need to go through, Randy?
0: Tell the truth. uh, About 10 years ago, I I, uh, adapted the uh, lifestyle of less is more. Yes. And I started getting rid of that stuff. I'll tell you a story. I carried around Sarah's old childhood toys. (laughs) for That was 20 years ago that we divorced, and I accumulated those toys. I carried them from house to house, attic to attic, basement to basement. And finally, about a year ago, I said to her, if you want those toys, you better get them because they're going.
1: Is this your ex-wife or your daughter?
0: My daughter. And after 15, 20 years of carrying those things around, she said, I don't want that stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, that's exactly it, because she might have wanted it at a point or very often kids expect their parents to keep it and that's not fair if you're in that role where you've said to your kids listen you got to get it by this weekend or we're getting rid of it and then what happens 99% of it yeah 99% of the time stuff. you hold on to it yeah but i think especially when and sadly it's what so many parents go through these days parents get divorced and then you've got you know you've got the memories and, and the tie to all those stuff and things It's even stronger, so you carry it around to keep part of that. And that's kind of a that's that's that's
2: probably touchy, you know. I mean, I think we discussed that a little bit yesterday. Yeah. You know, Randy has um, two children,
1: two beautiful kids, and
2: you know, but. We got to move if we sell, right? If you, yeah. if you sell now, yeah. I'm joining in this family, yeah, yeah. if y'all haven't noticed, yeah. but I mean, and then just trying to get them to make that decision when there's limited time in that house, yes. Delicate you know, conversation. when you're, when you're just, yeah. I mean, how do you discuss that? It's like, especially you coming yeah. into their lives exactly. and for you to say it, I mean, how do you do that? How do yeah. you have that talk? So then it's really up to the parent to really right. try to make that decision, which is, is hard Yeah, because you don't want your children to feel like anyway. Well, any, especially anyway. like
1: a, a new woman's coming in with a new broom or something. <laughs> and our hallways are lined with the most beautiful pictures, family pictures. Oh, they are. And they're gorgeous. I mean, the, one of my favorites is... Remember the one with Randy holding Zoe when she's in a little ballerina costume and she's probably 5 or oh, something. Oh yeah,
2: Randy was pulling out some pictures too oh yesterday out of a box when we were just decluttering and uh, oh my gosh. He had those little bitty pictures when they were so little. What
1: what's the one's called when you when you Oh,
2: there was an ultrasound. Yeah,
1: two so two ultrasounds. And, yeah, and he had those he pictures. Had their that's pretty cool. Now
2: that's something he always wants to remember. Oh my gosh. You know, that is.
1: What's more he said you can see both Gavin and Zoe's profile in the ultrasounds. I thought that was fascinating. And that was before
2: the 3Ds.
1: Yeah. Now really? they have 3Ds oh. where they actually, I mean, you really, it's, Ooh, that's it's, weird. It,
2: it's yeah. yeah. I didn't get those. I had Randy's style. We
1: could almost segue easily into Roe versus Wade, couldn't we? <laughs> On oh, no. Every time she Maybe says, we shouldn't today.
2: Every time you say Roe versus Wade, I'm like, who are you fighting with now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's that Wade? um uh, where are we going that'd be uncle wade in texas but um i'm sure he's uh well i don't know whether he would be in support of you know i was never really
2: into politics or into any of the media um one of my children had pretty good anxiety and we weren't allowed to watch the news and this was before facebook and all of this stuff so i never really followed A lot of controversy and stuff like that. But all it means now is you get to
1: vote for what you want, rather than the government telling us. The things that you've really
2: taught me, like on both sides, because Mm -hmm. it's like I feel that you're like every individual has the right to have their opinion, right? So you don't really sway. Me to feel either way, yeah. But the education that I get riding with this lady to listing appointments <laughs> or just to the radio or just to anywhere, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. So,
1: well, I, because I've, I've learned a lot
2: more than real estate, by the way.
1: Well, good. I, uh, you know, I, I pride myself on the fact that I used to in debate class debate against myself. So, and I remember one of them being abortion. I can't remember because I was 12 or whatever, I was just in high school. It, England you go 12 to 16 in high school um I was just in high school so I don't remember which side of the argument I was on but I do remember that I argued the other side because when you do that you learn a lot more a lot of people I think just believe things because they're reading media or headlines or they were raised that way or they were raised that way and, and they, don't they don't go a whole lot the deeper, other side
2: yeah. and I think that's important I think, it's I very think important. knowledge of both sides and then making a decision matters. Um, yeah, I was probably raised different than some of my opinions are now, and I'm sure that there are many of you out there yeah. that have done that. Um, you know, as we get married and we tend to adapt to other people's or listen to other yeah. people's and learn more knowledge, um, I know my <laughs> father and I don't necessarily think the same anymore.
1: In England, is, it's it's it was incredibly diff- different when I was growing up because it really was uh, working class and upper class with a small middle class, whereas here... It's, for the longest time, at least, it was a very broad middle class. A lot of the, the uh, way that the states was developed was all around the middle class. Whereas in England, you've got the working class, the people who work in factories. Um, and that was a lot more common here, too, when we used to have factories. We used to have a lot of factories. So a lot of people worked in factories. I agree. That would be the working class.
2: I agree. But I thought that a lot of the stuff, and this is a learning curve, yeah. we can call it that, but I really thought that it was the people that were more higher on the totem poles that ruled everything and that we didn't have a lot of opinions of the people that are out here struggling trying just to make a dollar a day?
1: Well, absolutely. In in England, um, uh, you know, it's a difference in, in, well, for obvious reasons, it goes back hundreds of years. Um, but there was a lot of uh, people working in factories. Telecommunications was a big one. So for telecommunications, you used to have to make boards, like hundreds of thousands of them. For 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 uh, corporate communications and for telephones. Remember, we used to have telephones, and that's all gone away now, right? So that that employed hundreds of thousands of people, literally. And there are lots of things like that that have just been taken over by technology, or it's being made in China. We used to make all that stuff, and those people were, in England were unionized, like some states here. So if you come from one of those states and they were unionized, you know what you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All of England was unionized, which meant that if you worked for the General Electric Company or something like that, you could go on strike. Do you remember the oh, strikes Sandy? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember strikes? Yeah. You're old enough yeah. to, to remember the strikes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you just call me old? No, well, <laughs> I... It still I, happened today. <laughs> they actually, do, they do. Well, the airlines did one, did they not? A but couple I, years back? Growing up four times a year, so. our electric would go off because the coal plants were striking or the electric plants were striking or someone was striking. Literally four times a year, there would be a major strike that shut down the entire country, not just the state. Like the entire, it was normal. Wow! Because it was all unionized, right? So, um, you know, and 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 the workers believed it was uh, very democratic. If you like, the workers believed that you know the people making all the money just wouldn't pay them more. They're paying for they were. You know, usually striking for more pay. Yeah, we were more state-oriented with exactly. that, I
2: believe. Don't you think, Randy? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you've mm-hmm. been in Asheville for many, many years. I don't remember a lot of local striking in my 50 years here. No. Uh, but you heard about this it. This is not
0: a largely unionized yeah, area. Yeah, there was, yeah, it
2: was a lot more northern states, was exactly. it not? Okay. Exactly. Just making sure that my memory was oh, not yes, failing it's, yet.
1: It's, yeah, <laughs> and, right. and Were those... Were those states democratic, or which states were they, Randy? Do you know?
2: Oh, I just
0: know is in northern. It was northern. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you would which hear about is it. Which northern to me is above Madison County. I'm.
1: Sorry. <laughs> oh no, I don't know about all that. I'm thinking <laughs> way up north. I'm thinking,
2: yeah. <laughs> I need mean, oh okay. Gosh, so car factories. What was it? Ford. Yeah. yeah Chevrolet. Ford. Ford, yeah, Ford yeah. They went on strike a few times. Oh they yeah. Were unionized. They still
1: are, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Many of them are. It depends where in the country they are. They so- were Michigan.
2: Maybe.
0: Well, auto manufacturing plants are everywhere now.
1: Well, I'm
2: thinking when I was young.
0: When I was young, yes. When I was young. Yeah.
2: I think so, Ford's in Michigan. Ford. Could be. Yeah, We'd have yeah. to look it up. Well, you're sitting yeah. there. So. And I thought you were. Uh,
1: well, I was going to. Then I thought, I'm going down a rabbit hole. And <laughs> let's not do that. All right. That would be so unusual for us. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, maybe we can even take a short break. You know, I'm going to
2: ask someone to call in, or several people to call in and talk to us about the clutter person in their family you don't have to call them out
1: yeah you don't but have just to you can
2: say hey yeah it's my wife or oh, it's good. my husband call or course, or just yeah. tell us what they do hold on to yeah.
1: or appease yourself so go ahead and admit you know hi my name's Rowena Patton <laughs> and I am a hoarder <laughs> <laughs> and or I am a me. collector of <laughs> yes exactly and I'm really not a hoarder um she's an Amazon shopper it might be an Amazon. Just call yourself out or oh, <laughs> say how you're getting through that stuff. Is it somebody you need to help you? We are actually going to house next week for the day to help this person that lost their husband through packing up their stuff. To just it breaks the ice sometimes and keeps you going. And it's not and
2: it's not necessarily about getting the listing. It's more about being a decent human being yeah, and absolutely. reaching out to someone that is just struggling to put one foot in front of the other and get started.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And once
2: you start someone, it they just.
1: Forward they, they momentum. run with it. Yes. Yeah, it's it like just a snowball. Helps. Yeah. It's like a snowball. I used to have downhill. to do that with my mother
2: when I moved out. She, she was truly a hoarder.
1: Yeah. And
2: I mean, which is truly why I'm not because yeah, I don't have anything like no knickknacks, nothing.
1: Yeah. So let's hear your. Tips and tricks how you do it. I can Please. certainly share some of mine. I'm great at the uh, getting the organizers to organize, as Heather puts it. That
2: was my grandmother saying to my mother. Yeah. Um, I loved it, and I never forgot it. Yeah, My mom would have to get an organizer to organize her organizers.
1: Yeah, I, I'm definitely that way. I, I hold up my hand on that. However, we're going to go to a quick break. We are going to have some trivia for you. Um, uh, After the break And this is Rowena Patton and Heather McCurry On the Real Estate News Radio Show We want to hear about your clutter And stuff and things in your house And how you're going to get through that We'll see you right after the break
0: From the 570 Weather Centre This is your Weather Channel forecast The high temperature on this Saturday should hit the low to mid-80s with a mix of clouds and sunshine. There will be the potential for an occasional shower thunderstorm developing from this afternoon into the evening hours. Overnight, the low will drop down to 64. After a partly cloudy start to Sunday, scattered showers and thunderstorms should move in during the afternoon hours with a high near 82. And it will be cooler to start off the week Monday with some more showers and thunderstorms and a high temperature in the upper 70s. I'm Jeff Marr from the Weather Channel. Make this the year you go to our iHeartRadio Music Festival.
2: Tickets are on sale now at axs.com. iHeartRadio, let's go. A
0: weekend full of superstar performances, never seen before collaborations, and once-in-a-lifetime moments you'll have to see to believe.
2: Friday, September 23rd and Saturday the 24th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Our
0: 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Buy
2: your tickets now at axs.com.
0: Hi, this is Rick, and we sold our home with Rowena Patton at All Star Powerhouse. We didn't really want to move, but needed to for my job. Our first realtor didn't listen, didn't care, didn't try. Not a single showing in two months. A friend recommended Rowena. She saw the hard work we'd put into the home, what it meant to us, and what it could mean to someone else. Next thing you know, it's sold. If you need to get your home sold and not just listed, you need to talk with Rowena Patton. Give her a call at 828 333 4483.
1: Real Estate pass you by With All Star Powerhouse Rowena Patton here at All Star Powerhouse Sell it now, don't wait Call me at 828-333-4483 Don't let real estate pass you by With All Star Powerhouse
0: There's a new Elvis movie out
1: Oh. We're
2: in
0: I need to go take care of business and see it.
2: I can't walk out. Can we just do a true false question?
1: Can we do a true false
2: question? Much, baby. Look for the past. Why can't you see? I
0: don't know. What, what you doing to me? me? That's enough.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay.
2: <laughs> that's funny.
1: That'll do, pig. You know what movie that's from? Maybe that's our trivia. That'll do, pig. There's your first trivia. You can call in on that one. Two four zero ninety nine sixty two. Which movie is that from? And Heather's got one for you that's a true or false. Oh,
2: yeah. I thought this was interesting. As Roe puts me on the spot and I'm not prepared. Um, do your fingernails... Grow faster than your toenails. That's a I great didn't one. Ask that. I didn't ask that in a true/false thing. I was more like a yes or no. Which grows faster, yeah, which your toenails grows, or your fingernails?
1: Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. So um, yeah, that, that's it, it. It is different. And two four zero ninety nine sixty two. Why is that related to clutter? Because most of us, <laughs> on average, now I've got some great statistics for you here on clutter. Most of us own about four. Nail clippers. Not sure what we uh, do on that. So get this: on average, we spend one year of our lives, one year, looking for lost items. Isn't that crazy?
2: I don't think I've done that
1: because you're organised. Oh, no, 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 that's not
2: true. I did spend a long time trying to find my kids' stuff. There
1: you go. So. But my own, um, and I can tell you where it is if somebody will put it back. In our lifetime, we'll spend 10 minutes every day looking for an average of nine lost items. Well, what, okay, so what do you think the, the number one is? Let's just do a little trivia between ourselves. Of lost items? Yeah. Where's my keys? Keys. I, I, was, I, I agree with that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, for row, it's where's my phone?
1: Where's my phone? So my keys, because I have that problem, have the little um, you know uh, loopy thing that's got a clip on it that I clip into my purse. So as long as I leave them clipped into my purse, then as long as she can find her purse, as long as she can find my purse, <laughs> no, only, she never, and I that's don't something lose my purse. she does
2: not lose her yeah. purse. She might leave her phone in several my different phone, locations. Yes. And yes, Randy, you're the saving grace on some of those.
1: Yeah, he always knows where it is. He it's is, amazing. and he always
2: just is like, "I'll be back." Yeah, <laughs>
1: and he takes off. So I need my I need my phone. I don't know with a little. You know what I've always thought phones should have? Please don't laugh. Um, is a hole in the corner that you could clip something through and wear like a, a lanyard or something and clip your phone onto. Like even the cases could have a little loop that you. Yeah, but they
2: swing and then they crack and then they break and that's a liability. Well, I guess so, but I because you can buy something like that and probably put your phone around your neck. I've never seen that actually. Oh, now
1: she's googling it. Do they Uh, have one? The average ten-year-old owns two hundred and thirty-eight toys, but plays with only twelve daily. I think that parents should rotate toys. Mm -hmm.
2: Get a bin, put some in there, put them up, and they always have
1: something new. Listen to this one. The average U.S. household has how many things? Okay, here's another trivia for you. Is it the average U.S. household has how many things? Is it uh, 10,000 items? Is it 5,000 items? Or is it 300,000 things? Oh, it's definitely the larger... No, it's a trivia question. We're going to allow you to win. But I don't have the answer. A $25. Can I play? No. Darn. A $25 certificate to French fries on long Shells. We love French fries. We love our Eddie Sasser. Or a free cocktail. It's a, not a cocktail. It's a food. What
2: did I call it? Abby, oh, you need to call in and tell me what we in call a glass, that. Whatever it was. What
1: did we call it, Abby? But anyway, it's. um, It's a. I can't remember. I can't remember what you called it It was either. so
2: funny. Remember, Andy? <laughs> no.
1: You've completely thrown me uh, You're so good at doing that. I promise this doesn't happen we're in a listing appointment much. We have jargon in West Asheville, so it's a free cocktail. I think it's food in a glass. French fries, $25 <laughs> gift ticket. You can choose any of these or a handmade mask for any of you that, and I understand that if you're a little older and, you know, with COVID going around again, want to wear a mask. So you've got three different things you can win quite easily there. You just go to realestatenewsradio.com and click on Win a Prize. At realestatenewsradio.com, you can also click on Fizbo and see all the Fizbo's that we put on for you. I don't um, think anybody that I talked to this week got their stuff submitted in time. I need to take a Maybe. Candle. So for sale by owner, uh, that's a FISBO. If you're selling your home by owner, go on, click on Enter My FISBO. And we will read you out on a Saturday. Any new ones that come on there, we'll read you out. But not only that, people can go to Real Estate News Radio and click on FISBOS to see your home at any point. So we've got all a list of them in one place. We do that because we don't have a whole lot of homes on the market and our buyer agents are always wanting more homes to show people. So, you know, that's a good thing. This is Rowena Patton on the Real Estate News Radio Show. If you want to buy or sell a home, call us at 828 333 Forty-four, eighty-three, eight two eight three three three, forty-four, eighty-three. Even
2: if you just want to have us come out, yeah, take a look, tell you what, or let Roe tell you actually what her opinion is. It's usually do nothing, especially right now because of the transition. I, I'm even talking about the financial side. Oh yeah, I oh, mean yeah. like you know versus because we all know we have talked about the shift. Yeah. Multiple, multiple times. But we That means we've it. It's, it's, it's really funny because now like Ro is preparing us for this in our office and just letting us know. And I think Fun a nights. lot of us, I think a lot of us rolled our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably listened a little, but now I think we're listening a lot more.
1: Aren't you glad you sold your house when you did?
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And my fear. And it
1: bid up. My fear
2: is for people that are going... No, it's probably not gonna happen in their in their fifties or something yes. their children I mean my age. Yeah, Fifty. Well, and their kids 50s. have and their kids have left in ten years. Did I wanna be with stairs? Did I? Yeah. I have a knee problem now. Well why are
1: you problem. saying ten years?
2: Oh, because that's the pos- that might be okay, seven seven to ten years. Yeah. I I'll correct it. Yeah. But I'm always the economic
1: cycle. We I, no, we use ten years. I know, but I just
2: don't want to be, She's you know, math. A, pessimistic on it and be
1: negative about it because we'll cheer for those seven you know and we're gonna hope that happens that's when we come back to the peak so it's a normal economic cycle what goes up must come down it's basic economics 101 clément juglar set it up in 1860 there's no the you know people are going oh prices won't go down like what planet are you living on you know and on? a lot of people
2: think we're just going to baseline and uh, you know that it's just going to become a i've heard this you know oh we'll get more homes to sell but the prices aren't going to drop much but i don't we're going to balance out yeah and become level and i don't think we'll i don't think we'll go to Most 08 people are again that i don't think actually. we'll go to 08 again
1: maybe not maybe we will we that, don't know that's severe uh, that
2: was pretty
1: Devastating 33% to many. nationwide. We dropped 33%. But here's the thing the trend is always upwards. So even though we dropped 33%, your home is still worth more now than it was in 2006 in most cases because the trend line is up.
2: That's the point. And if you're a buyer, don't be scared of interest rates. I think Randy told us the last time I was on the show he had an interest rate of 14% on his first house. 14%. It was normal. Normal is Mine 6 or 7%. Mine yeah. was like
1: and that was in 99, 2000. So here's the thing. Interest rates have a massive effect on affordability. They are not that high right now. They're in the early fives, which sounds a lot because it sounds like, oh, my gosh, they've gone up 100%. It's all media headlines because we were in the twos, the twos we'd never seen before in history. So fives aren't that terrible. But here's here's the thing. If you wait, I would put money on the fact, if I were a betting girl, that they're going to go up a lot more. So you're going to be locked out of being able to afford a home for many, many years. So what are you doing instead? You're living in a home that doesn't suit you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be looking to buy a home. Or you're living with your parents. How's that working out for you? Or more to the point, how's it working out for your parents? Yeah especially, if they, yeah, especially if they come back. Yeah, they come back.
2: When they leave and come back.
1: Maybe they've got a dog or a cat. Or oh, something. my gosh. You have to decide. bring up
2: everything, don't you? Well,
1: no, that's common. That's we why. We have a
2: dog. We have a dog that comes home every other week, it feels like. And yeah. she did move back home. Of course, now I'm attached to the dog. And when the dog leaves, it's horrible. But um, the dog may be left I with you. Who knows? I can get rid of the kid. <laughs> but the dog. I, yeah. Oh. You want to keep the dog older. Sometimes yeah. I want to keep the dog. But older, then when yeah. I have. You love your kids. you big fibber. I do love my kids, and they could come home anytime they wanted yeah. to. However, it is... You have is, a
1: life now.
2: It is peaceful to know that I can go to the grocery store whenever I want to. Yeah,
1: and you, you said you're in your 50s. You're 50 years old, so now I can, now I can mention it. I'm going to be you're- 51. Well, that's all right. So you, nobody ever would know, and they always say you're you're fifty. I can't believe it to Heather because she's beautiful. So, but the fact is, you have a new lease of life now, right? You raised both your kids. You've gone through everything people go through in raising their kids. Now's your opportunity. I just to, want for them life. to
2: be successful human beings. In
1: well, I think the more you don't piddle <sighs> them, frankly, I'm just going to say it, the more successful they're going to be.
2: I'm looking up searches right now on my house that I need to buy because you know I'm renting. <laughs> if, for all of you that don't know this, I am renting yeah. because I have to have a special criteria Yes. Um, because of my business. Yeah. So she
1: sold her house in October knowing that this was coming because I told her, frankly, this is going to happen. We don't know quite when, but when the light switch goes off, it's pretty rapid and that's what's going on right now. That doesn't mean to say you can't sell your house at all. You can always sell your house no, in every market because there's so
2: many buyers right. that have been looking right. for so long. Yeah. I mean, they would put an offer in, somebody would beat them to it. Right. I mean, how many times has that happened? All the time. And
1: now Although we're getting less multi-offers at this point. And the further out you, you know, if you if you draw if you put a dot in downtown anywhere, those are the ones that go first. And then as you take, you know, if you imagine that circle spreading out from that dot, there are less and less uh, multiple offers, and you get a lower price. But that doesn't change whether you are um, in an up market or a down market for sellers. That's the same thing. So for buy, you know, for any of our sellers listening and going, oh, they're trying to scare people off buying. No, because you need to get in for that interest rate. And even if you feel it's high, when eventually they come down, which probably won't be for a very long time. By the way, I mean we're talking years. Then you can refinance, but at least you've got into a house. If you are renting a house and you are spending two thousand dollars a month, which good luck getting one for that because a lot of them are more. If you are spending twenty five hundred, which is I think about twenty two hundred, let's do two thousand because it's easier math. Two thousand is twenty four thousand dollars a year, fifty thousand dollars in two years. That's a really big cushion for any market corrections, you know. And it goes down and it comes up again, and the trend is up. It's, it's I'd love to show you the visuals of this. I think when we sit with people, are you surprised, Heather, that how surprised people are when I show them the economic cycle and what that means for their home?
2: Yeah. And I think that um, when you're sitting there and you're sharing it with them, sometimes, you know, we have you have to go over it. Several times because it is very confusing right when you see it and you show yeah. them the graft, and you show them where we are and the whole, you know, roller, roller coaster, coaster. Yeah, and it goes up and down we go and up and where down. we are marking it where it is. And then after they sit there and look at it for a little while, they usually come back. With a conversation to be had about it, like you know, thoughts and feelings, yeah. fears. I mean, there's a lot of anxiety when it comes to dealing yeah. with your livelihood.
1: Yeah, you don't want to miss the boat.
2: You don't, and you know, I don't talk about money. Yeah, you know, but you don't. You better yeah. get your bang for your buck. Yeah, I mean, that's just how I feel. Well, that's I, how you felt with your home. I had to get it. Yeah, I had to get the bang for my buck because I bought that house to do that with. Yes, and it just so ha- and I mean, it just so happened. Yeah, the timing was all perfect. It it worked out. So if you're having any kind of gut feeling or or thought that you need to do something or you might need to do something soon um, or you're going to do it in a year, you need to ride on that gut and you need to call...
1: Well, at least we should come and, out to talk to and, you and just yeah. And, We're and not going to try and persuade you to list at mm-hmm. all. We'll give you strategies. So it might be we say to you, you know what, this would make a great Airbnb or a long-term rental, and we'll help you out. Well, your options. We'll find you, you a property. Options. Yeah, we'll find you a property management company to help you do that. Right. Or stay in your house. Does it work for you? But let's look at your age. So if you're fifty-seven now, you could easily be sixty-seven before the the next peak of the market. And I know that. Honestly, I don't want to be 10 years older than I'm at now, moving, because I am sore after yesterday. I'll get to a point where I never want to do that again.
2: She's wobbling.
1: And each decade, I am wobbling a bit this morning. I'm a little bit older than you.
2: I'm kind of wobbling too, though. (laughs) My arms really hurt, but I did a workout before it. She
1: She was walking up ladders, taking storage boxes to the roof.
0: I noticed uh, I noticed that wobble when y'all came down the hall yes. about 10:04 this morning. Uh-oh. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, we were we weren't late. late. I mean, no, it took were. a long time. I mean, you're dealing with two yep. people that have transitioned into one. We're not going back there. Yeah. So this morning I was making um looking for myself some property. Yeah. And just really quick there are more houses available in my price range. Yes, there are there through the search. And I'll, I'm not going to I'm not going to shoot anybody a line of anything. I have a search engine that I work with. But what I really enjoy when you do come in and you are looking to buy to give me as much information so that I can make your search as personal. Yes. As possible. Yes. I don't care if it's acreage, public sewer or a yeah. community pool.
1: And then you get instant alerts.
2: I, and then you get everything that comes available that meets you. Even yes. if it's one, it'll show up in your inbox instantly. And Heather
1: sh- sets those up on something called mountainhomehunt.com. mountainhomehunt.com. And you can set up .com. your own there.
2: And we have a laundra that you can call in and talk yep. to. Bless her. She just loved her death. Yep, but anyway, absolutely. she's always there for you as well. You've got all kinds of people inside of us.
1: Don't forget Homes for Heroes. If you're a teacher. Love police, it or leave it. Firefighter. Um t- what did I miss? Uh healthcare professional <laughs> we're going to give you a big rebate off the listing and a 25% rebate of our commission when you buy it's an average check of about $3,000. And of course don't forget our new listings we've got a great lot at Laurel Park that I'm kind of Oh my gosh, in. yes. $15,000 is deal. crazy. 55,000 000- oh we've got that one under contract. We have got a. Beautiful coming soon in Alexandria. You can see all these at mountainhomehunt.com. Just go search our listings. We have um, some acreage out in Leicester. We've got a beautiful home in Leicester as well. It just dropped to 500,000. Go and have a look at this. Oh, one. yes. That is a very beautiful Oh, my God. Arts the views. And yeah. Oh. Gorgeous, gorgeous views. Four bedroom, three bath, and almost an acre. Uh, big newer home. That's a great one to look for. And we have a great one in East Asheville, Asheville yeah. but also just dropped the price. Go and take a look at our listings, mountainhomehunt.com. We'll see you on the radio next week.
0: This has been the Plain English Real Estate Show with Rowena Patton. Visit Rowena and post your questions at radioashville.com or call her at 828-210-1648.